Bang. Okay. Welcome. <laughs> two, 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 two. Welcome. Season, season, season. Series, 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 series. Slash, 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 slash. All right, slash, here we slash, go. Slash, slash. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Here we go. Here we go. Here it comes. There it comes. Welcome to season two of Naughty Kids, the podcast where we explore the best of that halcyon age when things were better, dungarees were worse, and the Spice Girls ruled with an iron fist. It is, of course, the late 90s and early noughties. I'm Josh Hinton, 1994 to present. And I'm Joey Hart, 1994, 1994, 44. Nice. What, what happened there? <laughs> And I'm Joey Hart, 1994 to BBC Radio 4. Next tonight, it's season two of Naughty Kids. This week, we're taking a big slice of cake and jelly, falling off a soft play inflatable, and diving into the party bag of late 90s and early noughties kids' parties. To find a piece of cake wrapped in tissue paper so well that the tissue paper becomes an integral part of the cake itself. A, a, a key part. And you, you did that in the back of the car, didn't you? On the way home. I didn't what? get to the car. It was too. It was yeah. As soon as the bag was in hand, <laughs> you just ate it. Ate it with the. Um, did you eat the <laughs> eat the tissue paper as well? Uh, you get to the point where there's no point unwrapping it. Just bite through. Just yeah, yeah. It got very soggy, didn't it? Uh, I, I'm trying to remember. Did they? Did they normally come off? Is it like at weddings where where the cake would come out and you'd blow the candles and then? There was less then, of the kind of cake cutting ceremony that you get at most weddings. <laughs> I don't remember many six year olds going, and now we'll do the cake cutting. Isn't it just the most anticlimactic part of every wedding? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, and now the couple shall cut some cake. Yeah, the MC is always like... Are we going to eat the cake now? No, somebody (laughs) will take it away and cut it better. (laughs) And uh, Yeah, they always make a mess of it. And it's just the fact the MC is always like... Oh my gosh, stop your conversation, stop what you're eating, stop what you're drinking, come, come, come see. And then, yeah, they just go, meh. <laughs> yeah, and the, but no, 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 they don't go meh. They just stand there for a while pretending to cut the cake. 25,000 photos later, the knife descends. <laughs> That's so true. When we did it, we broke the knife. We, <laughs> our cake was so hard, clearly, that the handle snaps off the knife. I also remember a good one was... Uh, one of my one of my friends and they got married. They they managed to sort of rather than cut a slice, they managed to sort of shave the <laughs> edge off the circle. <laughs> it just totally you're failed. meant to start in the middle or at least yeah. as close to it as no, you can they get. They just kind of went and took the side off. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about kids parties. We are here to talk about kids parties. Which, do you want to talk has... about parties that that were your parties to start with, or do you want to talk political parties as children? <laughs> I mean, that's something we could discuss. <laughs> The children's yeah, because they, 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 we were the first year to get expensive university fees. Yeah, let's make that yeah. point now. Yeah, this yeah. is what the people need to hear, Josh. This is be. what we should be talking about. 15-year-olds voting, 14, 13, 12, it's going down. The 10-year-olds should, should they get, get packets of love hearts? Yes, yes, they should. Absolutely. I, I'm getting confused. But not Palmer Violets, because those are disgusting. Not Palmer Violet. Who wants a Palmer Violet? They are like antiperspirant for your mouth. They are. They are awful. 
It is what they are. I, po- I ran potpourri out of for your stomach, but why? Potpourri for your face. Potpourri to put inside your face hole. Don't want to, yeah. thanks very much. No, why? Yeah, exactly. And you'd open it and you think, oh, is it one of those... Um, well, is it, you know, do they do they taste of just generic sweetness? Or is it the Palmer Violets? No, with Palmer Violets, they just taste of eating flowers. Yes, as the name implies. They're probably one of those hangovers, aren't they, from... And uh, you know the days when English. Do you mean food... it was such a bad idea? It must be only created by someone with a hangover. <laughs> Somebody who was what feeling if, a deep. We have of... have this great like, night last night. What if instead today we make new sweet, new sweet taste flowers? <laughs> Lovely. Everyone would love that. That'd be beautiful. I Just mean, beautiful flowery, flowery sweets. That's the we night before, isn't children? it? If... Sell them to the children. <laughs> If they came from a hangover, though, I think it's I think it's the existential dread of the hangover working itself out in the sweets. It's it's they come in and the pain that they feel and the shame is so strong they're like I must pass this on to others in the form of the world's most disappointing ah. sweetie. So you, do you think that maybe people don't even buy Palmer violets? They actually just accrue them by um, you know acting poorly in life. Yeah, they're like demerits, life demerits. They're demerits, they're negative points of some sort, and then you have to distribute them amongst your children's friends like like bic pens is that like bitcoins <laughs> have you ever bought a bic pen uh have i bought one brand new no i think you, i don't think you, everyone buys pens you can no. just find them yes this is what i mean i guess palmer violets are like that you you, you just palmer have... violets are like a bic ben <laughs> A, a big, a big Ben, Palmer Violet. Imagine a big Ben-sized Palmer Violet. We're getting off track a little bit. A big Ben, big Ben, big Ben. That's, a, yes. that's a roller, a rollerball clock. If you're listening to us, the Big Company, and you want Big Ben as a marketing invest, campaign, invest in Big Ben. It's the new <laughs> cryptocurrency everyone's talking about. It's based uh, on the currency index of Byros and large bells. <laughs> and. And 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 indeed, this could be so, but it isn't. And what is is Christmas and child's parties. And well, we're adding Christmas in. I see. My my mind. We could do. We've done political, obviously. Oh I haven't gosh. even considered Christmas parties. All right, all right. That has sparked an actual memory, an actual story about the actual thing we're talking about. Okay. Do go you, on. Do you want to hear it? Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> I do not. I want to tell you my story. I'm going to tell you my story. Is it a, your Christmassy story? It's a, it's we are recording this. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're probably listening to this at a time other than in the run-up to Christmas, you know, on repeat. You know, it's probably on Dave. Yeah. And uh, But whilst we're recording this, it is in the run-up to Christmas um, 1900-994, as we've already stated, is the that's year. The, that's the year. And it is, in, for, in fact, the 4th of the... In forked the facts of December. The 4th of December, in fact... And yes, you I was going well to say, I to make that worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going back to it. I remember, so yeah, I remember Christmas parties. I remember my school, my primary school, every year would have. We had a party. Christmas every year. Every year we had a Christmas. Wow, without fail. Without fail. And what I remember was, you you would go home after school, get into your party clothes, and I, I don't really have any memory of what those were. You know, presumably something my parents thought was appropriate party outfit. Diamante flares, I think, was the standard <laughs> of children our age, wasn't it? Yeah, I had a full Elton John outfit, massive yeah. glasses, feathers coming out of my, uh, my out of my shoulders. It's just stand. It's just what we wore. That's just what we wore in the late nineties and early noughties. It was a wild time for fashion. It truly was. It was. It was. And uh, and I remember that. Yeah, we, it, I think it usually started off with an inverted commas disco, which was 
is quite um, different to an inverted disco. Yes, yes, not Which a disco like on a the ceiling. Silent disco, you actually can you still have the loud music, but everyone is on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. No, we 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 kept the gravity switch the right way around, and mm. uh, and and just just used our little fingers to do. That's what it was basically. It was dancing with your fingers. Inverted commas was the only dance move allowed. Yeah, so oh, everyone was just doing danger quotes <laughs> around the room, like a very small thriller. Like, are you having a good time? Like, why did you air quotes that? No, no, I'm just dancing. <laughs> it's the most sarcastic party anyone's ever <laughs> yeah. been to. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. Do you want to? I feel like your dance. intonation is is matching your dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and it was always a very kind of intimidating thing to walk into. I and mean, even though it was you know a room full of seven year olds, whatever, it, there there was that kind of you know intense um, feeling of like pressure which which i think i think maintains into adulthood when you walk into a well, it's that, children it's that case it, of discotheque would you prefer to fight a hundred horse-sized ducks or one duck-sized <laughs> horse after another wrong way around going to a school disco it's like fighting a hundred duck-sized <laughs> ducks what, what, what are you talking about like you said it was intimidating and I was like oh yeah like that thing where people talk about would you prefer to fight a duck sized horse or a hundred horse sized ducks <laughs> and perhaps primary school children are as intimidating as that I think, I think a room full of primary school kids is probably quite similar to a room full of duck sized horses <laughs> <laughs> So that would be a brief period of puns. What did we call it? A flun parry. A flun parry. <laughs> delicious flun parry. Create a delicious flun parry. <laughs> Using Christmas sweeties. Like he's a, a Swedish detective, actually, isn't he? Flun, flun parry. <laughs> it sounds more like a... Like Hello, a, a, yeah, my name is a flun parry. I'm here to solve your mysteries. That's not Italian. <laughs> I was born in Italy. <laughs> I think he sounds a bit more Indian, but I'm not doing that impression. I was born in Italy. It's a beautiful country. <laughs> flan parry. Um yes, a flan a flan parry and um and um, anyway, yes, so there was a discotheque. Uh, the general dancing ensued. Yes. And, and what I remember yes. about that, there were two parts to this party. The first was the was the dancing. I don't really remember any actual dancing going on, but what I do remember was in year four, we were sitting in the classroom and the teacher said to us, We need everyone gets a song for the disco you know like we we get to put in suggestions oh wow for what okay. we would like at the disco but beforehand yeah beforehand it was in like a normal class and i remember the teacher sort of looking around and going who would, would you know what do you want and all the hands going up and it was uh, the thing that sticks in my mind was that somebody was particularly keen we have darius at the school disco do you wow. remember darius uh is he from ancient mythology was he <laughs> yeah. a, a greek king yes um, they, they, they a, wanted a brief, a brief the king of syria wonder. To come, uh, but yes, that was it, King Darius of Syria from the thirteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him. him well. I remember. Did he win the X Factor? He played a mean. Or Britain's zither. got Britain's got pop idols. <laughs> Syria's got pop bananas. I don't Syria's know. Syria's ancient. Yes, I think it was before even the days of Britain's got pop bananas because that didn't exist until we were a bit older than that. But he was, you know, he was a pop star, and you know, it was, everyone wanted Spice Girls and Steps and Hearsay and da da da. And I was sat there really, really, really wanting to say the Beatles. And mm. and in the end, I chickened out because I felt that wasn't going to be cool. 
and, you and I, was, song. I was very upset about the fact that I didn't say, can we have paperback writer at the school disco? But can you, you imagine? Help! And they didn't quite understand what you <laughs> were asking. They didn't for. get me. They didn't understand. But can you imagine how cool it would have been if halfway through all of that poppy mush paperback writer had come on and everyone was that like, what is this? I think that would have been very good. And you were like, music! Mic yeah. drop, walk and out. And then I would have had my vindication, my moment of class and everyone would have style. looked at you and be like, this guy, he's not getting any Palmer Violets tonight, I tell you. <laughs> He's getting two pieces of soggy cake in his bag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sweet, sweet soggy cake. And then we went into the classroom, and it was turned magically into a, a feast, a banquet. And and I just remember... For King Darius. The, the, <laughs> the king say? of Persia from uh, 550 to 486 BCE. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, did, I did not hear for King Darius. <laughs> <laughs> for, for King Darius, I heard something hey, come worse. over here. You try and have a party with these six-year-olds in school. <laughs> oh, Darius, you fiend! <laughs> uh, and I just remember—I remember eating so much food that I—that that it was such a moment of of incredible consumption that I would sort of catalogue it in my brain, and then. I would, on the walk home with my parents, I'd be like, and I ate five party rings and seven sandwiches and I was always party three pieces of cake. And very party small rings. sausage rolls. Yes. Um, yes. Slice uh, batons of cucumber. Untouched. Yes. By yes. Most. No, did you touch I, those? A, a cucumber baton. Quite partial to. Mm. Um, what else was on the table? Lots of crisps. Lots of, lots of sandwiches cut out in those little flower shapes. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Wow. It was like somebody had made a sandwich out of two pieces of white bread and then used a mince pie cutter to mm. shoop, shoop, take a little bit of the sandwich out of the sandwich and give you that as yes. a sandwich. I don't know what, ha- what happened to the to the anti sandwiches. Oh, that's a good, uh, maybe the maybe the you know kitchen slaves who are making this. Is that where anti pasty comes from? <laughs> the crust. And he makes a pasty, and then they put a cutty cooker through it, and you end up with the outside, and that's an anti pasty. <laughs> And if you've ever brought them back together, if you've brought together an actual pasty and an anti-pasty, what happens if you go to a restaurant and you order a, a pasty and an anti-pasty? Do they collide and annihilate each other, releasing a large amount of energy? In a, in, a, in a Cornish pasty smelling explosion, yeah. Everyone turns into a piece of potato or whatever is in a Cornish. What's in a Cornish pasty? Uh, potato, I think I think you're right. And carrots? Some generic meat. Meat. Um, probably some carrots. Maybe some corn. Uh, yeah, ish. Yeah, there are there about. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so something so that akin was, to corn. That's why they're called corn-ish yes, pasties. B- b- barley, technically, but yeah, it could be know. barley. It could be a wheat. Uh, <laughs> other cereals are available. Any form of beer, brewing grass. Y- yeah. What 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 are your initial memories of? Well, now that you've brought up the food at the table at a, a children's party, it always makes me think there was there was always those parties of children at school where instead of having it at their house, they might have a swimming party or a basketball party or a rollerblading party, and you'd end up at Northampton Leisure Centre. Mm-hmm. And then they'd, they'd kind of curtain off part of a sports hall oh, and yeah. have the food on a table. And at the end of that, for some reason, the other children thought it would be a good idea to throw food at each other. In <laughs> what I believe is, I is yeah, is, is called a feast fight or um, something along those lines. A food battle. Um, 
a food yeah a food conflict I a think food confrontation a croissant yeah. conflict yeah a sandwich of um, tension a sandwich of tension <laughs> and I never understood those I couldn't the idea of there being so much food that people decided that throwing it around was the best plan I, I no I, I couldn't um, this is very similar to the story you told in, in episode one where you, you shared about how you hoarded school dinners and managed to get seven school dinners because you were like food is for going inside a person it's not I didn't hoard it so much as eat it yeah but yes, no, I did. I did. Yeah, exactly. Food is for going inside people. And okay, steady. <laughs> <laughs> steady, steady. Don't be dirty. Back, back to the cucumber baton. Um, <laughs> steady your cucumber baton. Don't be ready, dirty. Ready your cucumber batons for the fight that ensues. <laughs> cucumber baton. Cavalry <laughs> Gentlemen, charge. today you find yourself on the field of food. Tomorrow we dine on the same table. Tomorrow we dine. <laughs> Very good. What were the parents doing, or the, or the, the responsible adults doing, while you were all, or everyone except you, was throwing food at, the, at each other? I can't remember. I can just remember wishing to be not there at that moment. See, I think that's a very central part of kids' parties. Maybe, again, it's just us being nerds, but mm-hmm. a fairly central part of kids' parties was the intense desire to be somewhere else. Yes, as far as I remember, the 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 moment you arrived and there was chaos going on and and that deep sense of oh god, was terrifying and and so having to kind of find your way into it, and then yeah, find just... your find your two people that you knew from these thirty eight children they'd somehow invited from five different schools and you're like yeah, How do they know them exactly and, and, and I mean yeah, not not to say it wasn't all it all wasn't fun because it was and particularly the ones where. They, they, there was soft play involved, you know, with one of those huge kind of wacky warehouse type things. Yeah. They were, they were fantastic. I absolutely loved that. I do remember going to one once that was, um, it was like a, a, a inflatable obstacle course in a swimming pool, and having to go. Basically, the point of was the that thing a was, B-Dale? Yes, I think it was a B-Dale. Could that have been for one of my best persons? I don't think so because I don't think we knew each other back then, did we? Oh, perhaps not. Perhaps not. I can't remember whose it was in all Yes, honesty. but Vidal had in- inflatable fun. Infl- <laughs> which I think that is a strong branding. Like, <laughs> what we're going to have, we're going to have inflatables. Yes, we're going to have fun. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. That, yeah. You know, inflatable fun. What's on the schedule for today? Inflatables. Fun. We're having it. There's no <laughs> option. Can I opt out of the fun and just have the inflatable on the water? No. It's, just, they, they, it's a package deal. They come together. Yeah, for adults, they did inflatable misery. Inflatable misery. That was cheaper. Just a large blow-up tax return sitting in the water. Blow-up <laughs> <laughs> tax return. <laughs> An empty coffee cup. A tombstone. Inflatable misery. Go swim. Just, swim through the inevitabilities of life. Just there with a waddle, trying to get rid of other people that's coming in near you. Go away. Exactly. Flash. Attack. With a what? Come a waddle. Now. No, no, no. Don't fall. Don't let me down. What, what, what did you call a waddle? What do they call them in Scotland, my friend? Uh, a, a, a pool noodle. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Key part of swimming parties. If we can't reference ourselves, who will? Who will? Tell me. Not anybody else, that's who. Nobody. Nobody, <laughs> I say. A pool noodle. Yeah. And uh, I do apologise, by the way. You may be getting some... some. The rain outside is quite biblical. Is that rain? Yeah, I assumed it was a, a small sparrow attempting to break in. No, it is in fact rain, and there's nothing I can do about it. 
I'm gonna get in this time. Oh my god. I can whack the window with my little talons. If I can, can scrape you hit? a if I can scrape a little groove, then I can whack <laughs> it with my wing. And I'll have him this That's time. Very terrifying sparrow. <laughs> oh it stopped. The name's Terry Sparrow. Sound a bit like Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> the diehard sparrow. Yes. Um but and it, what we took soft play, soft play was good. I liked soft play. Yes. I what but, but going back to the food, you were talking about food. I what I remembered about the food was you quite often would get the the menu choices beforehand and you'd you'd have to mm. say if you were having and there were only really two kinds of party food there was a kind we've already described or chicken nuggets yeah and they or were just very be... small pizzas like indescribably oh, yeah. small pizzas indescribably small pizzas um i wish i could tell you more about them but <laughs> by definition i can't <laughs> perfect perfect content for a podcast an indescribable pizza yeah yeah so <laughs> on today's program we're going to discuss indescribable things thanks for listening next week we're going to talk about <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, no, little little tiny pizzas, very basic margarita fare. But then it was always great, wasn't it? Because it was the food that you wanted to eat every day. It was. But then as you started to eat it, you realised, you know, as it turned to ash in your mouth, that mm. if you'd eaten it every day, you'd be miserable. Yes, it, w- it was always roundly disappointing. And of course, alongside the chicken nuggets or small sandwiches cut out with a mince pie cutter, the other mm. thing you always got... And this was really a feature of life as a child, full stop. Uh, squash that was either so weak that it need not be the colour it was, or so strong that it turned your face inside out. Yeah, those are, I think those are the only two options that you, you could get. And one was inadvertently reddish, and one was inadvertently yellowish. But yes. the flavours didn't necessarily match those things. <laughs> they were just orange colour. Like, oh, could I get the orange squash? Yeah, well, I mean, it is orange in colour, but I mean, it's actually the hazelnut and <laughs> bramble or something. And you're like, is that a flavour? Is that what people have? Yeah, tropical fruits and forest fruits. Like, okay. That, what was it? Wheat and barley? Was that an option? Oh, I like that. The um, Oh, no. Robinson's... Uh, barley water barley water yeah it tastes like go. lemon it was a very lemon lemon barley water well I, lemon I think and barley what was it called i'm going to the maybe it is lemon lemon and barley excuse me king darius <clears throat> i'm just gonna get rid of you from my search i think um as far as i remember uh it, it was just barley water not lemon and barley but i think it tastes lemony from from memory oh yes it's called barley water but the flavour was lemon. <laughs> oh, I see. Maybe it's... So, yeah. Which was... I mean, it was lemony. What was the barley element? Is it... Is it I don't know. That's mysterious. You can still buy it. I, I, we had it quite recently. Yeah. It's very refreshing. It's, it's it's very... Yeah, we, yeah. It's, 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 good in, it's good in the summer. If you keep a bottle of water... Mildly off topic here, but... If you keep a bottle of water in the fridge and then mix a bit of lemon squash or barley water in with it, it's it's very, very refreshing when it's hot. You're saying we should concentrate. <laughs> Any more? <laughs> no, I, I can't keep them bottled up. <laughs> I knew it would be. I knew that would be. Uh, yes. No, so lots lots of squash that would that would immediately give you cancer. And um, yes, or you drink this and think, actually, could I have a water, please? Is that an option? Yeah. Can you somehow remove the drop 
Okay, it's like a homeopathic squash. <laughs> They've added yes. a single drop. <laughs> that was that's very true. I, I I presume it's because somebody went and bought like a single bottle of squash, and then all the children in the class turned up. That was oh my gosh, that was a thing, wasn't it? If you do X Y Z, or if you don't do X Y Z, I won't invite you to my birthday party. It was a big deal. It was it was the last word in playground bargaining, wasn't it? It was. And the thing is, as we've said, when you actually got to these parties, often you just wished you weren't at the party much longer. Once the activity had finished, whatever it was, swimming mm. over inflatable tax returns, <laughs> playing basketball in a rugby field, uh, whatever it was that the activity had been arranged by the parents, a, a trampoline, inflate, what do you call the inflatable trampolines? Bouncy house, bouncy... A, a bouncy castle. A bouncy castle. Wow, that shows how middle class some people are. We just had a bouncy house. <laughs> a bouncy shed. That's a bouncy bungalow. <laughs> a bouncy bungalow. <laughs> it was just a mat on the ground. A bouncy bungalow. Come on, kids, jump on. Get your shoes so, yeah. off. There's no stairs. In fact, you know, most bouncy castles are bouncy bungalows. I've, they are. I've rarely seen a bouncy castle with an upstairs. That would be so epic, though. I think it would. The danger of death would be much higher. Yeah. Or falling down the stairs. Although actually falling down the stairs probably would be okay. Yeah. Ball pits. Keep this <laughs> keep this family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> that was another key feature, wasn't it? Ball pits. A lot of them a lot of them had those, which were again, as with so many things maybe maybe it's just because kids have such a short attention span, everything feels like it's tainted with anticlimax. But you sort of see this thing that looks so amazing and incredible and you jump in and once you've jumped in, that's it, you've done it. Well, you have you know this I mean? expectation of what swimming surrounded by s- small plastic balls would be like. Mm. And you imagine it's like swimming in water in your dreams rather mm. than actually swimming in water, which is hard work and you get a face covered in water. But in a ball pit, you're like, oh, maybe I could swim. And then you get there and you're kind of like stuck and you're like, you know, it's not deep. No. For some reason, they don't make it deep enough to swallow a human. No. Um, and you're just like, oh, I'll throw a few of these around. <laughs> and you're like, right, I'm done now. But uh, yeah, a lot, that, of, yeah. lot of bark chins, I remember, you know, you'd sort of land on your knees because exactly it wasn't very uh, deep. And then no, pool just... was the wrong word. It is, it's a ball puddle is, is what a lot of these places seem <laughs> a to. A ball layer. Yeah, and you'd, just, and you'd just flail around for a bit, throw some balls at somebody else who'd go, ah, and then you'd cause a fight and then you'd leave. Yeah. And then you'd climb leave. up the rigging. I was just in... Um, they somehow managed to steal socks to ball pools. Yes. That's right. And then, and then the poor adults. And you'd go, go back through and you'd find other people's socks, but you wouldn't find your socks. <laughs> Maybe that's where socks come from. Maybe that's where Palmer violets come from. Because they've got that kind of indentation on both sides. Is that forged in the fire of a ball pit? Is that Maybe. what's happening? Maybe they're made from compressed children's socks. Maybe maybe they are. Maybe ball pits are a gateway to another dimension through which maybe it's where children come from. Maybe they've been lying to us about all this oh sexual goodness. intercourse nonsense. Uh, if, exactly. Exactly. Basically, I mean, they can't be telling the truth, can they? No. <laughs> if you want a child, you have to send another child to a birthday party, send them into the ball pit, and you might receive yes. a bonus child back. And some Palmer violets <laughs> for such a heinous violets. act. <laughs> <laughs> Sending a child to their death. <laughs> What would the opposite of palmer violets be? If they're like life demerits, what's what's a life merit? Well, love what hearts, you... I would assume. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a similar but... expectation, but they actually pay off. Yeah. Uh, they're Did... always a bit um, slightly concerning because there are always things like, uh, hug me, um, steal my shoe, um, <laughs> you're the, you have the face that I want, or whatever it is that they say on them. 
<laughs> Blow lightly into this. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle my left ear. <laughs> Not sure I want to give that to anybody else. I'll leave that one myself. Roll over. Yeah, no. <laughs> Roll over. <laughs> 12 in the bed and a little one said. Yeah. Did you ever have that moment where somebody in your class or you were like, you know, had a crush on somebody and you were getting helpful advice from a friend and they'd be like, oh, for, all from some love hearts. They give, were, they were forming the opinions that you should have. Well, no, more, more that they'd be Ooh, like, a bit strong. this is the way to get said. I don't think they'd watch The Mandalorian at the company who made uh, Love Hearts. You just take the next one out. I love you. Oh, it's nice. Give that one to my friend. Oh, next one. This is the way. <laughs> it's a bit, a bit strong, isn't it? <laughs> no, but What's didn't they tell you? To? Go and give it to the person off. and that will win their heart. You know, if you use the right love heart, a uh, slime right, exactly. moment. If you yeah. get the I love you or, you know, can I borrow your trousers or whatever it says on the... <laughs> I'm short a pair of undies. You're in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I lost my sock in a freak Palma Violet ball pool incident. Help, help. Can I borrow one? And it's got like a PTO and you're like, oh, you didn't yeah. quite fit on one side, I'll turn it over. Sorry, Underwear working hard, like, working late at the factory, the Love Heart factory tonight. Can you tell? You know, can you text my wife? Um, look at the next one. You're like, oh, right, yeah, next one. It says oh, tell, seven, seven, you know. Tell well, you could get probably quite a lot of message on there. Yeah, through a whole packet, you could. You could, yeah. Maybe, a... maybe they are the precursor to Twitter. Palm, palm of, not palm. Of Is that was that love the original hearts. way of voicing your opinions to the world? You'd, you'd look at a, a love heart and hand it out to your friend. Yeah, Donald Limited Trump could to less however damage. many characters. Yeah, far less. Probably, yeah, probably true. Probably true. Okay, what was the best birthday party you either hosted or went to? So one of the best birth- so some of my birthday parties, um, we went to places like museums and things. Oh, oh, I had a fantastic one in York once. We went to the National Rail Museum and yes. saw the film Dinosaur. That's you know, the a film, good film Disney Dinosaur. Yes, with Aladar. <laughs> who sounds slightly more like a transformer than a dinosaur but you can get that <laughs> like Omicron Megatron Aladar Omicron <laughs> Bugger bag Summon the Omicron <laughs> Omicron womp, womp, womp. Topical references Topical Anyway references. so you went to see uh... Yes Disney Dinosaur which was fantastic because it was about dinosaurs and that was the only reason it was fantastic Fantastic. Um, and I got an egg, which was full of slime, and a small dinosaur. From the and cinema? I lost it in the cinema. No, oh. I got it before. And then I lost, and we went back in to look for it, and I don't, I can't recall that we found it. So you, you bought it in preparation, so you could sit there being like, I don't I think I bought dinosaur. it. On my birthdays, I usually got, other people usually bought me things. <laughs> you, the as group. As a small child. Yes. Yes, you. Yes, you. The collective you, who's not me. Yes. Yes. So that was good, because we didn't go to the cinema very often. The only other film I can think of watching as a child in the cinema was uh, Harry Potter, the first, the first Potter. As previously discussed on episode something or something. So go watch yes. that, folks. Yeah. Well, the, the railway museum was always a good one, wasn't it? I, I feel like I may have may have had a birthday party there, but I did have a cinema birthday party, which we've also previously discussed, where I was scarred for life by the film Star Wars Episode Two, aged seven, because I was an impressionable child. So that that did never happen oh, yes. again. 
But that, but what I do remember was that then more like very Star often, Wars. Am I right? Exactly. I'm going to form a support group on Facebook called Scar but Wars. Called Scar Get sued Wars. By Disney. People, people have been. <laughs> this scarred. is the way. No, you can't say that. Stop it. <laughs> but you always end up going to Pizza Hut, Frankie and Benny's, or Pizza Hut afterwards. Oh, we didn't. Ah. Because we were we we were poor, so we didn't go to those places. That's a good question, isn't it? Things you don't think about as a kid. Who paid for those dinners? Did I the, don't know. It must have been some rich benefactor. <laughs> I can only college. Did the parents did did my parents pay for everyone's food or did the kids get sent? I don't think the children cash? themselves paid for it. No. But yeah, I think if you it have... was a <laughs> sorry, if it was a <laughs> just both frozen collision. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it it depends how many because I often had parties with not very many other people. <clears throat> yeah, and it was mostly family parties. So that wasn't really a concern. But I guess if... Yeah, is there an expectation that you're meant to pay for all the children's meals? This is a question for the future now. More uh, than yeah, the I class. don't know. Any parents Because I don't want to do that. I'm not going to pay for them. No. <laughs> I guess that's why you sometimes... You know, why doing it at home is a, is a cost-effective solution because you can bung a few oven pizzas in the oven and then, you, then you're sorted, aren't you? But Yes. But do, yeah, it's a very good... Parents, parents who listen to us, which is probably none except my parents... And my parents also do. <laughs> and, uh, and your well, parents... Who paid for the that's, food? That's the majority of our listenership. Can you write in? I mean, you, you, you know, both sets actually know where we live, so that would be fine. <laughs> and and tell us who paid who paid for that food? Who paid for it? Who was it? Was it you? Was it the government? Was it taxpayer money? Yeah. Was it a government scheme called Children Must Have Birthday Parties? Foie. 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 Yes. Put forward by then, I don't know what was he. Editor of the Spectator, I think. Was that it? Was he not a politician at that point? Probably. I don't know when he when he became an MP, but yeah, yeah. Let me know when he does become an MP. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Politics, political party, back to it. Full Parties. circle, full on. The best thing about my children's birthday parties was actually uh, that my mother would bake cakes, or rather, mm. a cake for the party, and these mm. were the best cakes in mm. the world. Mm. and I think the best of the best cakes that she made for me because they were always very impressively done was a forklift truck cake oh wow and there I have a photo of this um, which for those who are listening um, I'm not holding up so you don't need to worry about it um, but it was a forklift truck cake and it was superbly made in the shape of forklift truck so the main kind of cake body was kind of L shaped cake so you had the kind of cab and then the kind of oh I see bit. yes the wheels were I'm fairly sure dark chocolate um, McVitie's and digestive biscuits. Um, other McVitie's are available, and the forklift bits were made of chocolate fingers for the forks, and curly whirlies for the big vertical. Ah, clever! Because that's that's a dense chocolate, isn't it? It's, well, it's a dense. Caramel. It's a structural chocolate. It's actually it's made in the shape chocolate. of a truss. It if is. Anything, it's a, it's, a it's the most engineering of biscuits. Interestingly, it is as easy to eat as a girda. It certainly is. Well, that's it, you see. The structural rigidity doesn't necessarily lend itself to editability. Ed- ed- edibility? Ed- edibleness. <laughs> I'm going to edit this curly whirly. I don't appreciate the way it currently looks. <laughs> Melt it. It's Rebake curly it. Whirly. Yes. It's curly whirly. Yes. Curly whirly. I think it also the... had... It might have had um, all sorts on there. Um, the licorice. Um, oh, you've lost me there. Some sort of details. I, I think exhaust pipe, that sort of thing. Door mm. handle, all the essentials, and that was that was absolutely by far the best birthday cake ever in what I've ever had. 
That does sound pretty incredible. And it's what children want. Children want a forklift truck cake. Uh, yeah, I, I, that. Do you know, I think even you, who doesn't necessarily, you know, shout from the, you know, the rooftops about your love for forklift trucks, even though it's clearly there, would appreciate as a child a forklift truck cake, it, I, as indeed yeah. as you would as an adult. Uh, well, yes. I mean, if somebody came and gave me a cake shape, I might question why, but I would certainly be impressed yeah. and happy. It would certainly lift the mood. <laughs> yes, it would. And it also works as a pickup line. <laughs> some of these are very tenuous. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, so it's just like are they not phrase. palatable? Hey, bu- 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 I've got to get really relieved on that one. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was actually that that picked up. Hey, talking I of didn't forklift, mean to do that. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> one I've already done. But I know what I did it anyway. Uh, the best thing about forklift trucks is, um, as a child in the uh, late nineties and 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 in the early noughties, when buying a carpet. Um, we would go to the only shop that sells carpets that I'm aware of, apart from the other shop that I'm aware of, but um, which is Calvert's Carpets. And uh, yes. when we bought a carpet in Calvert's Carpets, there were two things that you that we would do. Did you do this? Because, I mean, your house didn't actually have any carpets, did it, as a child? It did, it, it did upstairs. Oh, that's true, yes. No, you had the, you had the kind of air hockey smooth downstairs floor. Yep. Um, but anyway, when we bought carpets, we went to Calvert's Carpets, and... The two things that you do is number one, all the carpets would be stacked in rolls vertically next to each other, and that would leave a triangular crawl space between Ooh. the rolls. And you could Ooh. squeeze between two rolls and then walk down the entire row of carpets. Oh, really? In this in this triangular hole. Oh, that's cool. Did you never do this? I no, I I no. Oh no, because you stayed in one house, didn't you? Essentially, for most of that time. Yeah, we moved so into my house. Perhaps you just never had many carpets. Oh no, you see, we, I think we, we only had a new carpet. Quite a lot of carpets. Once while I was living at home. Wow. Because they they redid the the stairs and the landing. But but no, we I I don't have any memories of of. You don't have a carpet a, memory. A carpet a carpet shop. I do. This remember is relevant because of course parties were had on carpets. Um, but the other thing that you do at Calvert's Carpets is. When you'd selected said carpet, um, you'd go into the warehousey bit, and it kind of there was this kind of slow fade of this is a shop, this is a shop, this is now a warehouse. Oh, I'm in a warehouse now, mm. and there wasn't necessarily a distinct line where that happened. But the carpets were whizzed around by forklift truck drivers oh. who had forklifts with about a five meter long pole sticking off the front of them, right. and they would maneuver these poles on the front of these forklifts. Up and down, and then into, into the roll the of carpet. the carpet, and, uh, and we just walked through it as that's what you did. The most dangerous thing I can possibly imagine <laughs> is people driving. <laughs> they were essentially jousting, yeah, but with yeah, exactly. trucks. That's what was happening. Oh, that does sound like a very exciting thing to do as a kid to walk around and 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 in amongst forklifts. It's, I mean, I guess it's like IKEA, but in IKEA there aren't forklifts, which is no, exactly. I mean, the, there's meatballs, element. which is pretty good. Yeah, they have forklifts. I think. No. I, I do love a an IKEA horrible sausage. I, they're just brilliant. Horrible. I've never had. I think I've always, I've always had the meatballs if I've been to IKEA. No, the the, the I mean the sausages are doubtful. Horrible, as you say. And doubtful. and yeah, it's hard to know what they are. Is it the sort of um, sausage where you you end up having more questions about life? Yeah. After eating the sausage, than you because usually when you know the, the the classic sausage eating experience is, you become. <laughs> A more well-rounded individual, the mysteries of the universe start opening up to you as you mm. eat the sausage. 
But you're saying that that's not what happens. No, with an IKEA, IKEA sausage, sausage experience. You get a lot of questions about yourself and, and what yeah. brought you to this moment where you're eating a sausage made of, you know, misery and pain, mm-hmm. standing at a table because there are no seats because they don't do seats because they want you to leave. Uh, that, yes, that, that, the seats are actually called an Unmelega <laughs> and the, they've all been sold because they were really popular. Yeah, sold in a marketing campaign led by the Swedish hero Flun Perry. Flun Perry, exactly. Flun Perry. So, uh, before his Flun before Perry. his sad demise, um, you know, in a in a terrible backwards uh, pasty anti pasty accident, <laughs> went on holiday in Cornwall. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, I can't. I mean, this doesn't even slightly relate to children's birthday parties, does it? But but um, I think sausages might have been consumed at children's birthday parties. Ah, good segue. Sausages. <laughs> That's all we can get. That's all it is. <laughs> okay, my best sausage story is yeah, that there is a factory near us called Heck who make sausages. Oh, yeah, but they're not sausages, are they? They have they're a chicken. massive. What? No, Heck makes sausages. No, but they make they make sausages out of things that aren't sausage, don't they? Well, I think they they do, but they're 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 bread and butter, or at least <laughs> the in their sausage butty. Actually, they'd probably be like the sausage, wouldn't they? Not the bread. Uh. Anyway, um, it is sausages, um, and they have a sign outside it which says, "By heck, it's Yorkshire," which oh, is one amazing. of the best, best. That's just excellent. It's the second best advertising pun that I've seen. The 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 best is on the back of the Tesco lorries. It says "freshly clicked," and I'm just like, oh, "That's perfection." Well, instead of freshly picked. Yeah. I yeah I I don't I don't rate that one as highly. Well. You know. I, th- I think by heck it's Yorkshire is, is much better. It's pretty good. That is pretty good. I do I do remember hosting a, a children's birthday party uh when I was a child at um mm. at my at my house and um I have this really kind of vivid image in my head of basically my, my dad was um and still is brilliant with kids, just I think because he basically is a, a child in many ways, and, mm. and I mean, in fairness, I kind of feel the same actually. I I, I absolutely love meeting people, meeting people's oh, kids right, yeah, because sorry, yeah. they're so easy to please. Like all you have to do is make a funny face, throw them up in the air a couple of times, and they are your best friend. And I, which really, as a man of your own stature, you know that you only have to do it a couple of times because you know the amount of time dilation that happens for the child <laughs> once you've thrown it <laughs> that distance and height. Um, when they the come back, they are actually years. almost the same age as you. <laughs> you know, one you, you throw them up once. This baby's now you know a teenager. You come back down. Second throw's a bit harder. They're a bit heavier this time. You throw them back up again, and then they come down and they're like, "Thank you for everything you've done for Thank me you. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I've enjoyed my childhood in the sky. <laughs> I met the birds. I became one I was of really them." Thrown for a moment, but then you know, <laughs> I, I just felt that like I came back down to earth. Uh, I need I need a klaxon or a, or a bell or something that I can do every time you jingle. do this. That's what we need. Yeah, well, it's Christmas. I should have jingle bells. Maybe we should do a Christmas episode next time. That's a good idea. Oh, let's do a Christmas episode. Um, I don't have anything in here, despite having all my guitars. I don't think that's that's quite the right thing. But next time, I will have a, a pun bell, a pun, a pun, a punishment. A pun, a, yeah, a punish, a pun, a, the bell. I think of that's what, if you combine an embellishment and a pun, what you end up with is a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> but what were we talking about? Yes, kids, easy to please, and and my, yeah, my my dad had the same kind of basic. Basically, I think if you are willing 
to be a, be an idiot, kids will love yes. you. If you want to treat them like little adults, they'll hate you, or at least find you boring. Because oh, 100%. They don't want to talk to you. If you go <laughs> and throw them in the air and, and, and whatnot, love you. And my dad always capitalised on this. And I, and I have this memory of sitting in the living room with my parents, which looked through uh, the sitting room and the living room were one long room. And then there was a, at the time, we didn't have a conservatory. There was, the room, there was just a patio the door. Pantry. And yeah. then down to the servants' quarters beyond the scullion, yeah. and yeah, and yeah. through the scullion, I could see the. Uh, the sc- is the scullion a room, or is that a person? It is in your house. I mean, I remember the sign on the door, but I wasn't allowed in because there was a very shirty <laughs> doorman stood at the door saying, "Excuse right. me, sir, you're not allowed in here." Not allowed in the West Wing. That's only for members of the household. And, and you could see through the the patio doors out to the to the garden, and I just remember my dad kind of s- sort of slowly walking his way across the garden and on each foot he had two different kids giggling their heads oh off goodness. and then on, on each hanging on each arm another two children go <laughs> and then was he several actually others. under attack i know it was just that kind of he just inspired that kind of giddiness in them that that he, i think because he was an adult who would get involved in the silliness and that's so not hugely rare but fairly rare and he would do it with mm, wild abandon because my dad doesn't do things by halves and so it would just wound kids up into the most incredible frenzy straight away and yeah i just remember him kind of hooning across the garden with all these kids falling off him and laughing their heads off and and even i mean i can't have been very old that we still had the the carpets that you were talking about which we changed when i was pretty young so i can't have been much older than than i don't know six or seven well, you were a, a butt young at this point. i was a butt young and even at that point i remember thinking that's quite special like not many yeah. people's par- not many people's parents are like that like i don't go to many people's birthday parties and have the main entertainment at the birthday party be the parents the parents you know? no that's pretty good going yeah and nothing else was necessary at that point you just pulled out the tiny indescribable pizzas and um you moved on yeah what else did you get in party bags um you'd occasion the best gift of course was a slide whistle um, but you only you very <laughs> yes. very rarely got that uh, why, the, we, often, why were these things? I don't. So and often right. you'd get like a football whistle, the kind of ratchety clack, 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 clack as you spun it yes. around. Yes. Kind of um, I don't know why. I don't know why anyone decided let's give children loud, stupid, noising things. <laughs> um, this this will make the parents feel happy about the event and you know make them want to bring their children back to the party next year. We're going to have the event next year as well. The no, event. The, event. the event. Don't think about the event. Um, what what else? A party popper usually, which yeah. is a very odd thing to put in a, in a party bag because once you've got home, you're by yourself. The party kind of feeling very much over. It's ebbed by that point. Oh my gosh! That's and such... you sit alone in your children, in, you know, in your bedroom as a child. Pull out the solitary party popper, and with no fanfare, no excitement or or, or giddiness, as you mentioned, uh, you, you go bang. And you're like. And that was that. And now I've got to tidy it up because I've just <laughs> the ribbons settle down onto your bed. <laughs> the misery envelops you. All around me are familiar things. <laughs> <laughs> That's very similar to the other thing that you got, which is a balloon, which you would slowly watch deflate over the following days. Yes. And turn into a wrinkly, horrible scrotum. And you had that brief moment where you're like, if I put it on the radiator, it'll expand. <laughs> Bang! I was like, yeah, it's magic. It refills if you put it on the radiator. No, it's only if the radiator is on does it expand ever so slightly. <laughs> and then it'll explode. And then it'll, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, 
showering the room in blood usually i think was it blood that they put in balloons at children's <laughs> parties is that there's always a little bit of spit from you didn't know who <laughs> spit someone's granny whoever it was that was inflating these balloons in the days before covid when you could give dna samples to people who came to your parties <laughs> hey love take that take that home with you it's a lovely bag of phlegm <laughs> i might have breathed in it a bit by accident it's mostly phlegm though don't worry here love grab that one <laughs> yeah and if it was if it wasn't a, a round or a pear-shaped balloon, which I think we can call the standard balloon. Yes. It might be one of the long, thin balloons, by which point you would attempt um, some sort of balloon animal shipness. Ship? Um, oh, an- I see. Balloon animal balloon animalness ship? I see. You mean ship in the sense of a genre of thing, not... Of, not of, as, as in craftsmanship. Yes, balloon animal ship, um, I see. Bal- balloon animal. Not a ship, ship full of balloon animals. no. Or indeed a ship made of balloon animals. <laughs> That's a bit dark, isn't it? These, children, those... these balloon animals have sacrificed their bodies to the ship. Now they're part of yeah. the ship. Part of the ship. Part of the ship. Pirates of the Caribbean would be a very different film with balloon animals making up most of the ships. You know, they, they, they come along broadside and they start firing at each other. Which just, which everything just explodes. <laughs> yeah. exactly. oh, <laughs> balloons flying off in different directions. <laughs> there's a sad looking Dalmatian there's a giraffe whose neck has popped and now it just looks like a terrier carrying a, don- a gondola but in you know, the sort of, it's a sad looking experience in the undead sort of run of parts of the Caribbean there's also somebody in the background <laughs> blowing up new ones and making new there's ones a horde, no, there's a horde of old ladies going <laughs> yeah, exactly. hey I love it's a badger make that into a bit of the boat it's pointy put it in the front <laughs> tell me do you feel that that was Nigel Thornbury, was it? That's an excellent impression. Lord Nelson's trousers. It's a Yeti. Lord Nelson's trousers. <laughs> Tim Curry, of course. Uh, probably went was to it? a child's birthday party at some point. Yeah, it's Tim Curry. Did you not know oh, that? I didn't know that. Does that make it better? Yeah, it does. <laughs> of uh, other films and things. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you changed the actors, if you'd put Bill Nye, Bill Nye, Bill yeah. Nye, yeah. not Bill Nye, Bill Nearly, Bill Nearly, Bill, Bill Nearly, um, <laughs> as as um, Nigel Thornbury, that would have been a very different program. <laughs> Just goes up to a baboon that he's trying to rescue. Do you feel death? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm fine now. <laughs> I was thinking more of normal Bill Nye. He just like, um, hello. Oh. <laughs> yes. We seems to be in the jungle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a brief intersection. But Tim Curry as Davy Jones. Now that that would have been good. I'd have loved to see Nigel Thornbury energy in in. Or, or for that go. matter, um, uh, his famous role is, of course, Doctor Frankenfurter, isn't it? I would that you know, anticipation, all that. <laughs> either, either or, either or, either or both. Nigel Thornbury doing Frankenfurter. Round pussy. Patient. He's a beautiful person. I loved Nigel Thornbury. He was the best, wasn't he? 
That's the best television program. It's the weirdest art style I've ever seen for an animated thing. So many, I know we've talked about this before, but so many of the animation styles for kids were, were, were worrying, like the Rugrats. I mean, the Rugrats was the most horrible acid trip of a television program. Well, it's technically the same universe as the Wild Thornberrys. Because they did a crossover film. Yeah. Have you seen the crossover film? Uh, I might have done, yes. That's true. Oh, maybe. It was, wasn't it? Nickelodeon, maybe. that's why. Yeah. Ah, that'll be why. Yeah. Weirdly, I had a bit of a crush on Eliza Thornberry as a kid. I thought you were going to say Nigel Thornberry. Not Nigel. <laughs> not Nigel. Although, worthy, worthy uh, subject of a man crush. Yeah. <laughs> Which Thornberry did you have a crush on? You know, the main one. The one who could talk to animals. Oh, yeah, no, that is... Yeah, okay. Not, not. What? I don't think probably the... I don't know. I was I was young. I was a butt young and these things you don't were, have to make you sense. You were a butt young and... No, they, they certainly don't. What were we talking about? How did we get onto, onto uh, Tim Curry playing... <laughs> I think you were doing an excellent impression of somebody. Of Nigel you know, Old ladies blowing up party balloons. Party, party balloons. 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 What's in the party, party bag? Bags. We did it. We're back. We're hey. back, baby. There it is. Uh, I don't know what comes next. What else? Series happened? two. Now even more cohesive. Even more cohesive. I remember as a thing that happened at a children's birthday party that I was at as a child. Um, okay. I don't think I've already told this story. I remember going to a swimming <laughs> story a swimming of this party. podcast. Yes. I've Have we talked told this about this before. nonsense before? I went to a children's birthday party at a swimming pool, uh, such, such as ones we've already talked about. And as children are wont to do. As children are wont to do. And I remember getting scratched in the swimming pool by the host person's mother, who had very long, talony fingernails, as some mm. people do. And I presume it was an accident. But she scratched me right the way down my leg. I had a big red, like, bleeding scratch oh my <laughs> down, gosh. down my leg. Just from, uh, you know, it must have been an accident, yeah. I presume, unless you were stalk- stalking the around pool the place. red. <laughs> With yeah, the blood of the children. Yes, unfortunately, it was full of chlorine. You know, so you didn't really. Ooh, it yeah. just, just washed itself, didn't it? But um, that, that's that's first aid. That's <laughs> the first thing they say. If you do, you know, receive any sort of you know terrifying wound, jump into a pool full of uh, children. Um, <laughs> Chlorinated it, it produces children. Some sort of natural chemicals that that will heal the wound immediately, or turn you into a werewolf. It's one of the two. <laughs> a chlorine wolf. A chlorine <laughs> just turn into a gas and slowly dissolve. Yes, I remember. I remember <laughs> telling my parents about this and showing my parents, and 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 they didn't really believe me that that I'd been scratched by by the mother of the what, person. What, what was what was the attempt? Was she trying to? Was she saying, "No, wait, your turn"? Well, it's probably. I mean, it was one of these where everyone was all mushed in together in the pool. There was lots and lots of people. It was all very close oh, right. quarters. Oh, it was so in the pool. It was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, I thought you were just having some food at the table, you know, having having had a lovely swim, and this lady with blades for hands, you know, turns up and just shing across you. Yeah, Edwina Scissorhands. She wasn't very very good on the inflatable fun. It just made no terrible. No, well, that's why you you'd have to come inside and start the meal early. <laughs> the first moment he's like deflated fun. Then. Yeah. Although it would have still been quite fun because you could have like explored it underwater. The best thing about that one at Beedell, the inflatable fun. fun, I don't know if they do anymore. I wonder if they do. Anyway, was that you had to get like a, a leg up from somebody to get onto it at the beginning. Yes. You maybe didn't. I did. I don't know how young you were. When it you was did immensely this. difficult. That's my main memory of that party. Because it was a good metre and a bit. Because it wasn't mm. 
in the shallow ends. It was towards the shallow end. Mm. And then there was a good 30 centimetres, 40 centimetres of inflatable that you had to kind of get over the lip of in order yep. to get on. It was very... And I then once you're on, you have five or six seconds of fantastic enjoyment of running <laughs> over this thing. Because for some reason, you go as quickly as you possibly can. And then you're back in the water at the other end. You're like, oh, now I've got to queue up again. But what I also remember is is it was quite sort of total wipeout-esque. I'm pretty, I felt like I'm talking about it. Yes, it was. There was but, like palm trees you had to scoot round. Yes, yes. And so you fell off so straight away. space. Um, yeah, you'd immediately fall off. I, this is what I remember. We must have been there for an hour to an hour and a half. And I remember only getting past the first obstacle once and spending the rest of the time <laughs> desperately trying to lever myself out of the pool. like some sort Blood of like, pouring from your legs. Exactly. It's not the best fun I've ever had in my life, it's fair to say. It has stuck in my memory. I'm trying to think if we did anything other than basically eat pizza or go to swimming pools for, for kids' parties. I, I went ice skating. Oh, that how was, was that? Good. Were you any good at um, ice skating? I, I, I remain as good as ice skating as I ever got, which is I can ice skate. That means I can go round the kind of in the oval shape that these things usually are, and mm. I can then stop when I want to. That's very and impressive. Change direction quickly to avoid the couple who've just collapsed on the ice in front of me mm. um, without, you know, slicing off the top portion of their hair. Mm. Um, and I, that's I it. Can't. I can't go backwards. I can't do spinny tricks. I can't do cool slides and spray ice in people's faces. Just move. I can't dance the sombrero. I can't. Um, what about know, the Macarena? Uh, I can do the Macarena on the ice. That's that's fine. Um, <laughs> even I could do that. Can't can't do the Lion King on ice. Um, can't. Yeah. D- that's that's about as far as I got. What what about? Have you ever skated? I I, um, I tried it once and and I really wanted to enjoy it, but I I was so bad at it, so mm-hmm. bad, and um, and I, and I everything ached the following day, so I haven't I haven't done it since. Um, okay. How old? I do you? remember. Uh, well, probably probably fifteen something like that okay yeah so so not yeah. necessarily the best age for trying you know new things and making lifelong decisions to just not do something well i would try it again but the problem for me okay. is it's a long way to the floor being six foot five uh, i have a long way to fall and uh i balance has never really been my strong suit i mean i can ride a bike but anything else to do with balance I, I, you know what? i've never seen you ride a bike i imagine it'd be quite an ungainly experience to, to behold <laughs> A flamingo on a tripod. When there's, you know, it's just one of those things where the ratio of man to bike is, you know, wildly in the wrong direction. I would need a big bike. You'd need a big bike. I would. I don't know if they make bikes that big. Penny farthings. You can go big wheel. <laughs> I've tried your penny farthing. Could, couldn't get my knees under the handlebars. <laughs> That's true. You couldn't. I have a penny farthing. You can't even ride it. I can't. I had to have my knees. Maybe bikes up. Do you know what you need? You need one of those bikes where the wheel is just one wheel, but the wheel goes round you and you sit on the inside of the wheel. I would be very up for that. That would be great. Or one of those daft ones that people have in London where they're actually lying down and looking at the road through their feet. A, a recumbent bicycle. A recumbent bicycle, yes. Do you fear recumbent bicycles? Have you seen my recumbent bicycle? <laughs> it's after, for cycling on the ground. After the Flying Dutchman was captured and to go for a I turned to the bicycle. recumbent bicycle. <laughs> Smashing. <laughs> Smashing. <laughs> I put a figurehead on the front of an inflatable badger. <laughs> it was all that was left of my ship. <laughs> the one remaining balloon animal. It's the only animal that floated after the terrible incident with 
I clung Nigel to Tenbury. it for days. I hung on to the inflatable badger in the middle of the I ocean. I drifted in the sea. He was the closest thing I had to a bull noodle. <laughs> I named him Winston. One of his legs popped at a terrible moment and I was left adrift. <laughs> I, I drifted down. It provided just enough thrust, though, to head me towards the beach and I got on land. Thrust! <laughs> That's a Christmas film. You can have that. That's a Christmas Chicken film. Run? Chicken Run's not a Christmas film. I'm pretty sure it's a Christmas film. Well, because it's got chickens in it. Chickens, yeah. Chickens like inherently turkeys. Christmassy. Turkeys get eaten at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. This is the this is the quality of Christmas banter we can expect on the Christmas episode. Yeah, I was gonna say let's not use all of all of our quality Christmas banter. <laughs> all of our quality Christmas material. Check in, Ryan. We've got we've got some good stuff coming up. Some absolute crackers. Uh, you know, we've got plenty. <laughs> we'll be popping some excellent chat. You missed you missed my um, my excellent pun. I didn't. I joined in. Popping. Poppers. Pop a cracker. You cracker cracker. No, you were party poppers. But. Do you have party poppers at Christmas? Yeah. Okay, right, here's a topic. Party poppers at Christmas? Yeah, because you fire them at the Christmas tree or at the, or at the light you fitting. You fire them at the Christmas tree? Yeah. Sorry, this can't be just let slip. At Christmas, yeah. instead of doing all the normal Yuletide things that you do, you and your family <laughs> line up firing squad style, party poppers in hand, saved from when you were a child and had a terrible party. You've kind of velcroed and blue-tacked Palmer violets to the front of them as extra kind of weight, just to increase the momentum of some of these, you know, barrage that you're about to unleash upon this unsuspecting Christmas tree. And then what? All hell breaks loose. One giant bang. Yes. And the tree is left in ruins. The exactly room is, that. you know, smells faintly of flowers. <laughs> the streamers slowly descend. When you're having Christmas? Christmas, when you're having Christmas dinner. When you sit down at your place, there's a cracker at the, at the at the right with your cutlery, and there's a party popper or two in front of your place setting, and you and at halfway will, through, you'd randomly, yeah. without somebody else noticing, yeah, get really close to their face, yeah, bang, hold straight through the cheek, and if if you're lucky enough to have a proper light fitting that will catch it, you're aiming for oh, that, tastefully draped, yeah, and then and then for the rest of Christmas, both your Light fittings and your tree are covered in the little paper streamers that come out of them, and that's part of Christmas. It and looks those, like it's like a little drippy wax candle. Discs. Yeah, and the cardboard that discs flying out the end and smell the fireworks. Are everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not do this? You don't use party poppers. Just hundreds and hundreds of party poppers. Just. My grandparents do normally literally buy a sack of party poppers and have have them. I remember once trying to buy party poppers for a party, and being disallowed because I was twelve at the time, and they <laughs> constituted explosives. <laughs> And apparently, but apparently you had to be 13. Uh, and I'm thinking, if you're classifying these as explosives, I think you're setting the bar a bit low at 13. Maybe it's the age at which you won't, like, put it in your mouth and pull the string or whatever, you know. But I don't know. I feel like as you go up from the age of 12, you, you get, get less responsible with party poppers. Yeah. I, I remember along those lines, people in my secondary school spraying an entire can of deodorant at their nipple to see if they could freeze it off. Oh right, yeah. I forget that you didn't really go to school. <laughs> went to this Borstal. is the sort of thing that happened. <laughs> Borstal. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is very much off topic, but and in fact, wow, yeah, that is that's maybe, quite Christmassy, if anything. I think we it should is. keep that for next yeah, week. Yeah, as the sound of crisping nipples uh, heralds crisping the end nips. of the episode. Old Saint Nip.
When uh, the nips lay round about deep and crisp and chest. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for some closing statements. So, uh, witness for the defence, how do you find uh, children's parties of the late 90s and early noughties? Uh, not guilty. Not guilty. You find them enjoyable? Counts. Quite fun. Uh, I think on balance they were enjoyable. Um, there was food provided, often at no cost to me as a child, and that was that was acceptable. Mm. The financial mystery remains as to how they were paid for, but uh, yes. much like the public coffers of Her Majesty's Chancellery, it will remain a mystery. A mystery, a mystery, a mystery. Mystery, mystery, mystery. As the ball pit of chat fills with palmer violets, fills with palmer violets, <laughs> entering from another dimension. We say goodbye. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. 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 <laughs>